to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations, first down, plate it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braid it. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are six days away. <laughs> we got a phone call. Six days away. And that's exactly how you're going to be maybe getting calls for this draft. Remember, this is a virtual draft. You will be getting calls. You'll be getting text messages of trying to find a trade partner for teams that are looking to trade. But before we get into that, we got a new segment we're going to be calling. It's called Yeah. Or no need. We got three questions for you. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. What about yay? Yeah. 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 See, we like to talk like that. But if you didn't get a chance to see our shows, we are on Facebook as well at Keys of the City, Instagram, Keys of the City, Twitter as well, Keys of the City. And we are streaming on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes as well. So if you want to check us out, follow the subscribe button and continue to support. But there's some big news this week, and we've been talking a couple weeks ago. It seemed like the running back market was taking a big hit because of some of the biggest names in the league that looked like they were getting new jobs, new homes. And that was Todd Gurley, couple to just say in general, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, and Devontae Freeman. And then we thought we brought up the question, what is the running back market now currently in the NFL? How what is the value in running backs? And well, to us, well to me, the best running back in the game right now just got paid as well deserving and everybody's been asking the question well did he deserve the big contract because like we said the running back market is so it seems low on the totem pole for value for a team but to me when it comes to a guy like Christian McCaffrey he's he's the he's the definition of a running back we get the, what he is but he also He's so valuable to a team like that. Now you have Ted. You also asked a question. And what does this mean going forward for guys like Saquon, Joe Mixon, James Conner, um, I mean, Dalvin Cook? Well, that whole two, the, whole, the, the whole 2017 yes. NFL draft class. I mean, you started off for yes. Fournette, went to the Jags. Then they had McCaffrey. Dalvin Cook's in that thing. Kamara's in that. James Conner, Marlon Mack, um, Chris Carson yep. is in that. And these are all big-time running backs. And it's not that he's not deservingly so... Appreciate of the contract. Yeah. It's in today's game. Someone can make the argument. I said to our argument, we got to bring the devil's advocate to the question is the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl yep. and they didn't have a star running back. Now, they did have Kareem Hunt, and if he didn't screw up they didn't make him and, a, yeah. and, and was a jerk, yeah. he would have been on that team and would have been on, and they would have had a star running back on that team because that's where he was going and trending toward that like thing. Was going, yes. And, you know, it's not that the running backs don't deserve the money. They do, because McCaffrey deserves the money. What he did last year, he became the third NFL running back of all time. Only Roger Craig and... Roger Craig in 1985 and Marshall Falk in 1999 are the only players to have a 1,000 and 1,000. And everybody wants to say, well, does he deserve the money? Does does he deserve to be the highest paid because it's a running back? Are we going to pay $16 million a year? And maybe in the case of Saquon down the road, could be a little higher now that the bar has been set at $16 million. But 
You look at Roger Craig, you look at Marshall Falk. I mean, look at the teams that those two players were on. Great, I mean, great I mean, all-time great teams. We talk about Roger Craig. He was with the 49ers. I mean, let's just go through that list. You already know for the for the youngins, I guess we have we should say, but for the people that watch our show, they know who was on that 49ers team of the 85 te- uh, that Super Bowl 85 team. Oh, they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. But they were still, there's Hall of Fame talent on that. Same for the Rams. That, they, that, won, that, that, they won the Super Bowl that year. I mean, you had That Warner, was the greatest show on turf. And then the 85 team had John Taylor, had Jerry Rice, and had uh, Joe Montana. Enough being said. There was talent all around the field. It's not about that. McCaffrey has done it all with that team because he had to do it all. Yeah. Um, and you're hoping in today's day and age that you don't have to do what he had to do in a career in one season because you don't want to wear your running back out. He had to do it with over 400 touches in a season. Marshall Falk did it with less than 360. He did it with 353 total touches that year. And then 306, 306 was, was with Roger, Roger Craig. But that's a, what so, you bring it back to the so, argument, so you though. So you don't want they to had, the, he had all those play, Those two had those great ta- – that, that copious of talent around surrounding him. Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore is a nice piece. Cam, Greg, was de- Cam, Cam Newman was dealing with injuries. And then Greg Olson was getting older. He was dealing with injuries. So McCaffrey had to do everything. So for everybody that wants to say, I know 400 touches a lot. And we got to see how this new system that Matt Rule and Joe Brady are going to implement now. How is McCaffrey's value going to go up? And how is he going? I mean, 400 touches he talked. That's ridiculous. How is he going to get the ball now more in that offense with the way well, he's Matt not going to get And I don't want to get him to get it more because I want him to maintain this um, – this flow of succession for the next six years because that's what you gave him. You gave him a, a four-year extension, $64 million, $38 million, We looked it up. We went through the contract detail. Yeah. $30 million, $30 million was guaranteed, but there's another eight that will be a sign bonus through this year. Yep. So $38 total million is guaranteed. And that's really what you want to look at is the guaranteed. It's not about the overall contract because I said look, let's look up because everyone knows that after the guaranteed, nothing is guaranteed. And and that's what the why the significance of the word guarantee is so important. Zeke has the most at fifty guaranteed, uh, and McCaffrey is thirty eight. And the reason why we talked about this not only because it's you know it's the only thing really we're talking about with news this week with McCaffrey being signed, but you look at the overall running back market. There's a lot of great running backs, and we went through them. There was fifteen running backs this year that rushed for over a thousand yards, sixteen total if you included Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, and. Running backs are still really important in this league, but maybe not as important as a pass rusher to tackle because this is what we noticed. Eight of the top ten teams, and this is all by rushing attempts, by team rushing attempts. if you think we're lying, just go to stat book. It's a fact, what we're about to tell you. Eight of the top ten teams that that rushed the football made the playoffs. Now, seven of the top ten teams, which led by average game yards, Mm -hmm. so... Per Whoever, game. Per game mm-hmm. Seven of the top ten teams Made the playoffs Pretty much At least seven of the eight of, uh, If you're going to make If you run the football Based on attempts and yards You're going to make the playoffs if, Especially if you're in the top ten and, But you say But who won the Super Bowl? The Chiefs and Mahomes There's not many Mahomes There's no Mahomes Let's get that straight There is no Mahomes Even the great Aaron Rodgers Couldn't overcome certain flaws yeah. With his team yep. Okay That's why Mahomes is Mahomes And everyone else is a step below with that being said, we did the passing because you have to talk about the game because it's all about passing. Well, two of the top ten teams passing the ball, and this is just based on attempts. Attempt. We took the top ten teams, and we sit and we stacked up the attempts. Two of the teams that threw the ball the most only made the playoffs, 
and that was the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. Patriots. Now, so we said, okay, well, how about attempts? Because you could be down a lot, and if you're down, you're probably going to throw the ball a lot more so than running the ball. Well, the teams that actually gained the most yards based on pass, only three of them made the playoffs. Yep. So it was the Chiefs, Saints, and Pats. So those are the three teams in the top 10 yards per game that made the playoffs. So I know that this is a passing and league. And it still is a passing league. It is a passing league. But let's not all just say, oh, Mahomes. Mahomes is a rare breed, ladies and gentlemen. He is the he is the exemplary. The, of all the, of, uh, he, yes. That's the thing. The majority of these teams are going to need a running game. Yes. Be, to be to – be, to be, to, I'll say this. I'll use a better word, competitive. Because – the seven teams that did make the playoffs, you running the ball, you controlling the clock, which means your offensive line is good, which means your defense is rested, which means you are controlling the game. When you run the football, you control the flow of the game. Everything is dictated by you. Passing is pass, passing is this is is the sexy play. Everyone loves passing. We love throwing the ball. It's easier. No one likes to see a three-yard rush. Here we go. Back to the huddle. And we want to see 10-yard, 15-yard routes. Bomb. Throw the ball all over. Spread the field. That's great. You got to have great balance. And with any team, if, you, if you're if you one-dimensional, it, it, it doesn't... It doesn't allow you to be successful. You have to be able to, because even the Chiefs, well, let me, they had I, Damian Williams, and they had to run the ball to be successful. But, I, I mean, I'll just use this for example. If you want to knock the running game, the team like the Titans, they were a running team, and they had Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback, and they made it to the AFC Championship game, and at one point were leading in the AFC Championship. So it gave them a realistic chance to make the to make the Super Bowl. You know, teams like the Falcons love to throw the ball all over the field. Well, how well did they do? And, you know, it, it, it brings into the factor of what are these teams going to do with all these running backs because, like you said, you got to start with the 2017 to, class. Hold on, hold on. And for our perspective, we want to know what the Giants will do hold with Saquon. Hold on for one second. Even, to get back to the McCaffrey because he's – it's well, kind of – got to build off of McCaffrey because but he no, got I will get to I will get to those – I will get to the 2017. Out of that whole class, the 2017 back, and if you don't know that class, it's a pretty – It's, a, I already it's a pretty it. solid back. A Dude, group it's of back. one of the best running back and, yeah, classes of all but time. But my point is, is that out of all those guys, the only guy I'm paying the money that just got that is deserving is the guy that just got paid, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, what he's done since his college days. This man, to me, has been the was the best running back in college when he was there. Right now, he's the best back in football. Yet he has still been the most disrespected running back in all of the game, and. I know that everybody wants to say, oh, he doesn't. No running back deserves money like that. But, I mean, look what he brings to that offense. I mean, he's not just a guy that is just carrying the ball 30 times a game. He's getting the ball in the passing game. He's become their number one almost weapon receiving-wise as well. But the problem is they were not successful. No, so, they weren't. So I, st- I, I, were I stem this question because I want to branch off the McCaffrey thing because it's a done. We know he got paid. He's an exceptional athlete, exceptional fantasy player, well, one that. of the best offense players, and you made an argument. Uh, set. I you think he's a non-Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, non-quarterback, you don't need to say he's, he's the best well, offensive player know, in the well, game, well, we have except pe- for quarterbacks. Well, well, we have people on the show that watch us. Did you hear and what I just said? I know, but pe- people watch us and say, oh, well, he's not more valuable. So we have to I just said down. he's the best offensive player except the quarterbacks. Hold on. Take the, that's say? the same thing as what, what you're you saying. Because you were just saying something. Well, I said to you, and it's a legit question because we're Giant fans, 
If the Giants are still unsuccessful, meaning record-wise, in the next year or two, but Saquon starts to put up the numbers that we saw in his rookie season, or what McCaffrey's doing, or what some of these other guys are doing, are the Giants going to pay him knowing that this team is still has flaws and is not successful. It's I would say if the Giants, I think this is an easier question. If the Giants were successful and, and Saquon Barkley is one of the reasons why they're successful, then you pay the man. But if the Giants next year are six and ten, right? He has a good season, so they're not going to pay him after his third year. They're going to wait one more year, and the following year in 2021, they're still not that great. Say they have another six and ten, but or they don't even make the playoffs. But Saquon puts up another good year. Are you going to be willing to pay Saquon? Or are you just going to franchise it? Or are you going to release him? Because this is the great mystery of running backs this year. And and then I'll let you take over. We have three different things with three great running backs this year. Todd Gurley, which was once the best running back, maybe the best offensive player in football, just got released. Okay. Then you got Derrick Henry, who just led the league in rushing, who led his team to the AFC Championship game, got franchised for a one-year solid deal. And then you had the, the best overall running back in the league, and Christian McCaffrey got paid. So three different things with three great running backs. What is going to happen with the current running backs that have not gotten paid I yet think the, is the bigger question. I think the two guys that we always, we always try to compare, it seems like, McCaffrey and Barkley, because those two are, are just – are the different breeds of running backs. You look at Fournette, you look at Dalvin. The reason why I'm not paying guys like that, Fournette, because he's one-dimensional. He's a he's a three-down horse in the backfield, but he's not catching the ball like a McCaffrey or Barkley. Dalvin Cook, yes, unbelievable season last year, finally, because we know what he can do when on the field. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm not paying a guy... When he's not on the field. I'm sorry. Same with Marlon Mack. Same with James Conner. Alvin Kamara is another name that's intriguing because he is involved in the passing game Chris with Carson. the Saints. Chris Carson, I'm not paying him either the money of that because of the sense that these guys don't stay healthy. Kamara is different as well. But Kamara took a step back last year, a big step back. And I did say losing Mark Ingram for the Saints was a big hit. I know people say, oh, it was great for Baltimore. Yeah, he was a hell of a running back. Tim Murray had a nice season for them. He did. Well, just look at the production that Alvin Kamara, when he was, when Mark Ingram was there, we thought Alvin Kamara was, other than maybe McCaffrey and Barkley, the best dual threat in the game alongside with Gurley as well. Now, guess what? Now we saw Kamara last year at points where we were like, I mean, fantasy, just talking fantasy purposes first, is where was he, we thought at times. Where, where was Alvin Kamara? He's supposed to be this unbelievable running back, right? Where was he? I'm not going to pay a guy like that. McCaffrey's different because McCaffrey is the Panthers' offense, passing-wise and in the running game. Saquon Barkley is the same type. Yes, he got injured last year. Now I know their offensive line, and that's a question we will talk, and it's been the million-dollar question for quite some time for the New York Giants, is the offensive line. It hasn't been good. Now can they keep him healthy? Now that plays in part with can that offensive line, can they continue to improve the offensive line? Barkley and McCaffrey have always been compared because of the way that they're so exceptional. In the, just the well, pack, and Gettleman. And Gettleman, well, Gettleman as well selected both of them. But they're exceptional with running the football, but also in the passing game. And that's why Gettleman, if still there, when it comes down to it, is going to pay Saquon Barkley because that was his first draft choice. And if he's still there... Do you really think he's going to trade or release his first well, draft, release his him. first ever draft pick with the New York Giants? I would I think, realistically if they're not good, yes. If you can get value for him. 
That is that's the that's the that's another question that because always comes, like, that so, stems for the Giants. And if, I know this if is, they're not good, what do they do with Saquon? And I know this is not with what we're talking about, but there was some news breaking while we were watching Colin Coward on the herd saying that the Jets are possibly shopping Jamal Adams. Now he's one of the two or three best safeties in in all football. Yep. But the Jets are unsuccessful. They are not a good team. They, been a good team. they have a lot of flaws. Yep. Are they willing to pay one of the top safeties in football big time money? Or are they willing to shop? And you were like, why were you going to trade away one of your defensive players? Right? Like, this is one of your, where it, your tone this is where the, blue chip. This, this is where the value comes in. This is play. your blue chip. Now, the Jets have a choice. Do they sign Jamal Adams to a big-time deal? Or do you trade him? Now, who, who, and we said this hypothetically. Who's a team that needs safety? First thing that came to our mind, you said Cowboys, right? They're sitting. And they were talking about it last year. Okay, they're sitting at there at 17. Boom! You send him to the Cowboys. Cowboys are automatically going to send you the 17th first uh, first round pick yeah. selection, and you're going to want at least one more pick, possibly two more, right? Yeah. Maybe a third and a seventh. I said, mm -hmm. or a fourth and a seventh. We don't know. We'll see. With that being said, so you're going to lose a blue chip player. But you know your team has a lot of holes. So the Giants are two years. We're looking at 2021, right? Saquon's had two good seasons. The Giants haven't made the playoffs. And they're still 6-10, 7-9, six six and and yeah. or 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. They still haven't made the playoffs. They're getting better. Yep. But we're already beyond year five. We're already I mean, year, year, year five. five. You're going to have to or year four. And you're going to have to think about, do we? are we paying Daniel Jones? Has he... Has he Pro come to yeah. the per progression yeah. Yeah. or are we still having issues and be like alright so if I trade Barkley I can get this this and this and I can get two first round picks I mean that's why because I, and, if I you agree, hit and I agree with you can change your whole team in one draft and I agree the Raiders did last year hitting on all, most of their picks yeah. their rookies had a significant part of how successful now they didn't make the playoffs but at one point they were tied with the Chiefs at 5-4 and four for the division lead and then they faltered down the end but they were mostly because they were rookies and they haven't played in a 16 game series season so maybe this year those rookies will be even that much better so and I agree and I agree with what one of our followers just said I agree 100% you have to pay Saquon Barkley because the Dave Gettleman era started with Saquon Barkley. You took Saquon Barkley knowing that you needed a quarterback. And we're going to talk about this in a couple minutes with our segment of the New York Giants. Do they pass up on the, the need or do they take the gold jacket guy, which will relate it to the 2018 draft. But that's what it comes down to. Dave Gettleman, if still there, will ultimately have to pay Saquon because that was his first pick as a New York Giant GM. The other running backs that we just mentioned, I'm not paying them the money that they just got. Guys like C C CMC, Christian McCaffrey, and Saquon Barkley are rare breeds. You pay guys like that, I know it's the running back. I know that running backs are low in the total so for them? value. No. I just said I'm signing guys like McCaffrey. No, I know, but there's... I'm not signing him to contracts like what McCaffrey... I'm not making him the highest... I'm not going to make Leonard Fournette the highest paid back. I know. I'm not making Alvin Kamara the highest paid back. I'm going to... not deserving... Guys, but here's the thing. Todd Gurley at the time... They're not... But those guys are not deserving of the highest paid. We're but not talking about... But that's what they're going to try to no, get because... No, listen, this is not the quarterback market where every time the next guy comes up, they're going to be like... Oh, no, we like the receiver market. Yeah, but if Kamara's... Kamara's got to be realistic. He has, cannot ask for what... McCaffrey guy. He doesn't deserve that. I think all of these guys, because nobody has but, been But they do McCaffrey. deserve at least better than Austin Eckler got. More, 50 million guaranteed. More. Of the 24 and a half. Derrick Henry deserves more than that, right? He just let you... Derrick I mean, Henry is it, a possibility as well. He's kind of like... Alvin, does Alvin Kamara deserve more than Austin Eckler? Yeah. Yeah. Does, yeah. does Dalvin Cook deserve more than that? 
He's been hurt though twice. That's where uh, that's where yeah. guys like that. Where Kamara. What has, about Chris Carson? I mean, Chris Carson's a really, really good running back. Kamara has played. He hasn't gotten. It hasn't had the injury bug yet. Yeah. Which is helping him. But guys like Dalvin Cook, who are very talented and was at the point of being the best back we thought in the NFL at one point. It all comes back for him with the injuries, and that's why he dropped when he came out in the draft. He was going to be, it seemed like, a first-round pick without question. He dropped to the second round because of the injury history, and that's what it comes down to. I know running backs are so disrespected in the league right now because it is a quarterback-driven league. But we they do that. hold importance. But they do hold some sort of importance. And a team like Carolina, who is who is bad right now, a team like the New York Giants, who is bad right now, have two all pro talents on their team. Two of probably the best backs in the league. If you're going to build with those guys, then you have to build with it the right way. And that's what it comes down to. If you're going to be a run-based team, which I see now with Joe Brady, I mean Teddy Bridgewater, who knows what they're going to run, but with Christian McCaffrey, looks like run-based. New York Giants, run-based. Dallas Cowboys, run-based. Let's give the running backs a little respect. Seattle was a run-based team. Let's give them a little more respect. I know everybody wants to. Look, everybody that says the Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is is a different breed. He's a different human being. He's in a different category by himself, okay? But all the other teams that have their quarterbacks, look, you need to have a great running back to succeed as well. And if everybody wants to relate it back to Patrick Mahomes, again, He's different. No, let's get into so, the giant thing. So stop. So relax with all this, okay? Christian McCaffrey deserved the money, but now how do they build around him? Saquon Barkley soon will be getting possibly his money, but how do you build around him? And that's the million dollar question. It's our new segment. We're going to be saying yay or no need. No, nah, no need. No need. So the first question, we're going to start with our New York Giants. It's been the million dollar question, and I and I keep saying this. To me, this is the 2018 draft all over again. In this well, sense, 18 and 19, you can make the legit argument. I think this is more 2018 yeah. because of the sense of glaring need. You for- have the glaring need, which was quarterback at the time, or you had the sexy, shiny toy and the gold jacket possible player in Saquon Barkley. You had Sam Darnold all there. You had Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. You had the quarterback. You needed the quarterback. That's what you know. Eli was done, but you took Barkley. Let's go back. Let's move forward to two years later in the 2020 draft. Now they got their quarterback. Now the question is, what did they decide to do? Are they going offensive line, the desperate need, or are they going with that shiny toy again in Isaiah Simmons? Well, it's not the shiny toy. Let's just you know use, what I mean. Let's just use the words that Gettleman has said. Are we going to take a gold jacket guy because that's what he believes you should be taking in the first round, a gold jacket guy, or are you taking a team need? And that is the question. Do the Giants take the gold jacket guy? Now, we don't know if Simmons is the gold jacket guy, but... That's what he did when he took Saquon. He believed Saquon was the gold jacket guy. That's what he believed he was, okay? Last year draft class, you either take the team needing quarterback or do you take the gold jacket guy and Josh Allen, the pass rusher. If we followed the way the Giants should have went in team needs, this is where the Giants would. They would have had the quarterback at Sam Darnold, and they would have had Josh Allen, the pass rusher. That's how the Giants would have went. If they wanted wanted the gold gold jacket guys... They would have took. I think they still would have took the pass rusher, and they would have took Saquon. So had Josh Allen and Saquon, and this year they'd be drafting the quarterback. And so, then, the, and then, so, so will the Giants? To question, I'm going to ask you, and we can answer if we both want to. But will the Giants select team need 
over best overall player. Well, that's, yeah. not, that's not really a yay or nay. Well, yay or nay. Giants are going to select the team needs, so they're going to take the offensive lineman over, off, over the defensive yay or player. Yay or nay. I'm going to say yay, they do. They do take the team need. He's always talked about the hog Malloys, about, about having an offensive line, and what did you invest in? You invested the number two pick in the running back, and you invested the number six pick in the quarterback. And what do you need to do? You need to provide room for the running back to run, and you need to provide protection for the quarterback to throw the ball. Yep. And that's why I say Now, I know someone's going to say, Ted, listen, David Gettleman has never drafted an offensive lineman in the first round. Well, there's always a first in everything. So that's why I think, yay, he does choose the offensive lineman. Hopefully he chooses the right one. That's the that's the bigger question down the road. Oh, that was it? That's it? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay, okay. Me, I'm a hundred percent. I I uh, I say yay. I mean, this is a team that your first two picks of Dave Gettleman's era were offense. I think it continues to trend, and that's what it comes down to. The only way the New York Giants are going, I know their defense has been pitiful. It's been as a Giant fan, it's hard to watch sometimes New York Giant football defense of what it used to be to where it is now. This is all about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, right? Am I right? For people that are watching, am I right? That's what it comes down to, right? Daniel Jones, do you want him to play for 12 to 15 years? Or do you want him out in three to five years because he can't stay healthy? Just ask Andrew Luck. And guess what? You could have, I mean, Deshaun Watson as well. Just ask him. And Saquon Barkley as well. You want to keep him healthy, right? We know what Saquon Barkley does on the field when he's playing. Other than Christian McCaffrey, he's the best running back in the game. He's the best dual threat in the game other than Christian McCaffrey. So guess what? You need that offensive line. This has been a team that since 2008, 2009, really haven't had a dominant offensive line. And that's where they need to get back to. New York Giant football has always been three things. It's always been great defense, pass rush, winning inside the trenches, and running the football. Right now you got the, fo you got the, the focal point of your offense is the running back. Now you got to give them some hog mollies. I think the Giants finally and Gettleman do the right thing. Trust me. We both want Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. I'd love to have a player like him on that defense because we desperately have been needing it. But I think the Giants finally go with a smart decision and pick the offensive line. Now, who? Well, you have to stay tuned until next week as we will have our first-round mock draft as well. The second question, and we were kind of just talking about this position not too long ago, the running backs. There's three possibilities of seeing Ronan back go in this first round. J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, and DeAndre Swift. It seems like those are the three names. But will any of them go in the first round? Ted, will any of the running backs go in the first round? Yay or no need? If you're going to stick to what is trending in the NFL, you'd say not no need. Are any of the running backs deserving to be first-round talents? Absolutely. I think Jonathan Taylor is. A, I love Jonathan. I, I love him. I think DeAndre Swift. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. What he brings, explosive, can catch the ball in the backfield, can run the ball between the tackles, and then J.K. Dobbins. You know, his freshman year at Ohio State was an unbelievable. Had a down year in sophomore year, and then this year he trimmed down and became electric, and he, and he proved why he was one of the best running backs in football. But I think in today's day and age, and a lot of things we could see, it's, you get the value. So if you. Where would a running back go? Can you see so you're looking at 26 with Miami. You're looking at 32 with the Chiefs. 
I think that really that's the only two teams that maybe could add a running back. But you've seen great value in second round. I don't. Th- Can you see a DeAndre Swift going because you said because he's more? But of I, the, he's more. Now of a I said threat. not no need for what the NFL is trending, but for this question itself, I think there will be a running back selected in the first round. I think one sleep sneaks in by the end of the round, and I say yes, there will be a running back selected in the first round. So yay! Even I, though I, I started the conversation off with a not no need. Yeah, I know. But that's all over the, the freaking place. You're nuts. All over the place. I tried. <laughs> you do a good job of it, though. I'm gonna agree. I, I mean, there's some talent there. This, I know, running like we just talked about. Running backs are so devalued now in the NFL, and to me, I love Jonathan Taylor. I think he's the number one running back in this draft. I know that he's not great in the passing game, but he can improve with that. Obviously, he's been the best back in the country since coming to Wisconsin. I mean, he's been six thousand yards. Overall, rushing in his first three seasons. I mean, he was he was unbelievable. I mean, you couldn't ask more for if you're a Wisconsin fan, Jonathan Taylor. You couldn't have asked more for what he did for that for that program. J.K. Downs, like you said, he was unbelievable with Ohio State. I know when he I to me other than Jonathan Taylor, I thought he was the best back in the country last year. And then DeAndre Swift, he's the he's the one that's intriguing the most because of his factor. In the passing game. And with today's game, you like to have a dual threat back more than you can have a one-dimensional. That's why a guy like Zeke, I think Zeke takes a big hit nowadays because he's not, he, he doesn't get involved. That's because he, what Dallas' yes, offense that's true. dictates that. He can catch the ball in the backfield just as good but as he does. They don't use him you as don't much need the to way if you McCaffrey and Barkley Yeah, are. but you don't need to. If I, that's wish not, they, I wish they did because if, he your is offense, a, if your offense doesn't dictate that, you don't need to. I'm going to agree with you, though. I don't see a running back going in the first round with the exception of Miami or the Chiefs late in the first round at 32. They can use a running back. To me, it's sad what the running back position has become. We were so used to seeing running backs go within the top 10 sometimes. You've seen the past couple years, say Saquon, McCaffrey, AP. I mean, they, they used to be all the praise. Now running backs are just like, move to the side. So I guess we're both in agreement right now. I think this is where it will get interesting. Number three. And this has been, to us, the most hotly debated question in this entire draft. Justin Herbert before Tua? We all thought Tua was going to be the guy first if he didn't get injured. Joe Burrow, you know what he did. But Tua, we all thought he'd be the second quarterback. Now it looks like uh, something different could be coming. Could Miami or one of these teams trade up and take Justin Herbert over Tua? Is it, and Ted, I, you should ask that question. I think it's a great question that you asked. With what's going on in today's world right now with the COVID-19, has quarantine life, has it hurt Tua or has it helped Tua? And this is almost a question to, you can add to this because of the factor that you're seeing more teams more interested that need a quarterback in Justin Herbert over Tua. And Well, because there's such an injury concern. So the question is, does Herbert get drafted over Tua? Yeah, yeah. Nay. My first initial answer is going to be not, nah, no need. No, it's not happened. I'm going to take Tua. I know he's the better player. I know he's the better prospect. I watched three years. He's the better player. I know he played with the better team, but I saw from day one what an immediate impact and what type of player he is and a leader and a star, and he has everything that you want. Now, that being said, that would be the Miami selection of, of Tua if it stays fit. But if the Chargers trade up to three, I believe they're going up to get Herbert. And I, But if you're just asking... 
who should be drafted beforehand, it's Tua. So the, the, to your answer to the question, nah, no need. Herbert's not getting drafted before Tua. Tua's the better player. He's the better prospect. He is that guy. That's why there was tanking for Tua. It wasn't tanking for Herbert. It was yeah, tanking for yeah, Tua. It's crazy. Okay? I say, And the only reason why we're, we're even questioning this, and even the reason why Joe Burrow's the number one pick, is because Tua got hurt in William Mississippi State. If Mississippi State doesn't hurt Tua and he doesn't get hurt with his thing, there's a legit chance right now, or a legit, I bet you it's a 50-50 right now, no. that Tua will be going number one. I still think Joe Burrow, even I with the so. injury. I don't think so. If Tua doesn't get injured with everything that's happened, what Joe Burrow Tua's did the this year, pick. Joe, I, I still think Joe, Joe Burrow will be the number one pick. Don't think so. That's just my, that's just my, that's what I would say. I'm going to say, yeah, I, I do see Justin Herbert getting drafted over Tua. And that's because, well, who's it going to be that's going to trade up? And I just see that the... The injury impact, man. I well, really Miami think I really, that's true, but I really do think that this injury. I know that he's been having film. He's been show, sending tape out to teams. He's a hundred percent. The doctors have said he's a hundred percent. He'll be ready to go for training camp. I still think people and Ted to answer your question. It's hurt. It's almost hurt tool because teams are not being allowed. You can't go see people. You can't. You can't go visit. I mean, before the, there was a port now that Miami tried to bring Tua in, but because of the ban. Well, before the ban. Before the ban happened. But now that there is, they haven't been able to. You're not able to see any of these players in person. So a guy like Justin Herbert, he's the healthier one. So a team like the Chargers need a new look, need a new quarterback, need to make a splash. They're going into a new stadium. So which is the one? Is it Tua or Herbert? I could see them trading up and taking Herbert just because of the fact that he's the healthier one. That's what it comes down to. I think both quarterbacks could be good. Just depends. I still think Miami's going to take Tua, but the Chargers will be the team to trade up to that number three pick, or it could be number four, and think that we're, we're seeing Tua, but Justin Herbert, also because he has that look. He has the look of a franchise quarterback. They both do, but a team like the Chargers seem like a more fit for Justin Herbert than two would be. But we don't know that. But, we'll but we don't yes, know that. But a down, I, I mean, we're we're six days away, ladies and gentlemen. I know that it seems like... The only the thing we do know is the, the first two picks. It's the only thing that really we've been able to discuss because of everything that's happening. <laughs> the interesting part is when post-draft, what becomes of all the sports? What do we discuss? Because there might not be well, any sports. Yeah, because there's no there's no rookie mini camps. There's no OTAs. There's no anything. There's no NBA, no MLB currently right now, unless they all magically decide to. It's hey, not happening. Just, it's not going to happen. Realistically, ladies and gentlemen, we could be living in the year of 2020 without no sports, and that's just how it is. But I can't wait. We're six. To, that's just how it is. So what would happen if there's no football this year? These players get drafted, right? There's, and we oh, talked about hold on, hold on. this. We talked there's no, about There's that. no football. Yeah. And then what? Next year's draft class. Do we have another draft class? So could you have two draft classes where no one? Well, we, we we just we I just we discussed this last night. What happens? Let's if there's no for, we'll save this for another show because this is a good long topic. Because it's it's a possibility it, it, that none of these guys or these kids actually play this. Show. We're going to be doing a mock draft for you, ladies and gentlemen, next week. A full first-round mock draft. We're going to try to get Nolan Rich on as well. Love to get his take. If you get, if you get, I mean, he's got some great stuff. He's a big Jet fan. For Jet fans, you want to go check out his mock draft on YouTube. We'll Rich Sports Talk. Go check him out on YouTube as well. Giants. Love to get him on. 
But like I said, we are six days away from the NFL draft late, and and it's it's brewing. Trades are we're now we're starting to see the Lions and Giants are opening to trading. Well, they have been. That's true. But now it's 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 like it's becoming now because we're six days away. Well, because it's that much harder to trade once the draft happens. And and I'm glad that it took almost well, let's say six days, less than a week, to finally say. Well, that's usually when the trades happen, anyways. A week before. This is a different year. You should have. We should have been doing this because of the factor that come that night. You might not you might not be able to make a trade. You might not be able to get connection. Like I said, six days away. There's a lot to talk about. I cannot wait for the NFL draft. I don't care if it's virtual or it's gonna be at Vegas. I can't wait. I'm excited. I know what I'll be doing all next weekend. What are you gonna be doing? No, I'll be just watching it. I'll just be watching it and probably losing my mind because the Giants are gonna take Derek Brown. <laughs> That's how you end the show. That, I mean, we didn't. We didn't end the show. We are ending the show. We didn't end the show. We're gonna stay on for another hour and a half for everybody. This. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If you didn't get to check out our show, you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes as well, and YouTube, Keys to the City. And if you're trying to start a podcast or you want to get involved with producing, doing all that type of stuff, hit, hit us up. Hit we, us up. We need some promotions. We need promotions. But you can also hit up our guy Joseph Aguirre, Clovercrest Media. You can hit them up, let them know, and get started. Hey. Got nothing else better to do. You're right, Ted. All you need is your phone, a camera. That's it. And your and a mouth to talk. <laughs> you are right. Ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's got one of those. Everyone's got one of those. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for enjoying. We will see you next week. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday.